Yo, 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 welcome to the Letters Left Unsaid podcast. A series where we provide you with the opportunity to write anonymous letters to impactful people in your lives. Give people their flowers while they can still smell them, but at the same time, please hold nothing back. The good, the bad, and the complicated. And definitely complicated. (laughs) We want you to consider what is left unsaid in your daily lives and why that should change. Let's get into it. True, man, I can't lie. No? Oh yeah, tell I am. You are. Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. Inside, uh, Passion and Vibe Screw, live and direct. Breezy, why go on? I saw you like last week. This yeah, not, like, I can't like, even the person on. at the front desk was like, you don't even need to tell me your name. I, I know it already. We were here just the other day. How are you doing this morning? My spirits are good, you know. I don't like Different to the last podcast then. Yeah, no, I actually, I actually feel really good today. I don't know why. Did you go gym? No, I already, I didn't cancel my gym membership. I froze it because I'm going to be away. It's like... And just for everyone listening, I just have to bring this up. I can't lie. Malik is wearing a pink scrunchie today. It's, it's soft pink. It, I just want to say that. That's it's what I need to say, really. It's soft pink and it matches my fit, which is why I'm wearing it. It's on my wrist, not on my head. As the armin would say, what fit? <laughs> Speaking of, we've got two guests here <laughs> have, today. Do you guys want to introduce yourselves? Uh, yeah, um, Jaden. Um... What do you want me saying? Man, man's a pops, isn't it? What yeah. Do you, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I'm literally, a I'm a dad um, of two. I'm a girl dad as well. So I've oh, got nice. two girls. It's their birthday next week. Oh. And both, be, of them. both of them. Because their birthday is um, one day apart. So one will be oh. one on the 30th of August. And the other one will be one on the 1st of September. Oh, August baby sick. like me. Rah. <laughs> yeah, back so. to back. Back to back. That's a lot of gifts when they get older. <laughs> That's birthdays yeah. together though. That's them when they get older, they just do it together and yeah. I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so out of the way. No, that's, a ni- that's a nice little uh, budgeting for someone's birthday. Yeah. Yeah. Um, our other guest is... Is the army. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is my this is my first time on a podcast, man. This was great. Thanks yes, for inviting yeah. me. Yeah. Thank you for coming. This, this was this was really special, man. This this might be the start of something new on a high school musical thing. But <laughs> I think uh <laughs> don't don't come here and run jokes. I've never done this before, but this is my house. Don't come here and run jokes. I swear to God. I need to remember my place. I need to remember my place. But um so, sorry, you said uh, one and one. One and three, sorry. Sorry, one and three. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, because then I thought it was a twin. Yeah. Oh, but okay. then one separate, that would be mad. You know? Yeah. No, so, so what's she carries it one for one whole day, like, <laughs> just chilling there, trying to get out. Like. That is an anomaly. No, no in fairness, you could have one at like 12.59 and then one at... Thingy, yeah, 0000. That's true. Zero, zero, zero. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, those happen as well. No, but I'm, I'm the same, actually. My, my, my sibling, my brother... Um, we're one day apart, so I'm oh. August the fourth. He's August the fifth, oh, mm. um, okay. and yeah, I had to grow up sharing the birthday. He, there's like four years gap, so like uh, for four years I had it to myself. Was <laughs> <laughs> it four years? I was treasuring that. <laughs> <laughs> then you then, came along, and then the thing is, we all, because it's one day after we didn't celebrate the birthday on my day. We celebrated my birthday on his birthday. Oh, so no. she, she, so careful about the feelings of resentment you might get later on. Like, just, Luckily, just there's that gap in between. There's literally that one day in between the two. Yeah. So there's the 31st and I feel like with that, we kind of can do one birthday and then be like, yay. Mm-hmm. And then like calm day and then yay. Yeah, so you got a break. I think we can kind of finesse yeah, it just a little bit. Just a little yeah. bit. Just do a week of celebrations. <laughs> Ooh, so we could sounds say, expensive. That's, that's what I would love to do. That's for them know. when they got their job and yeah. they got their own money. And they're financing you, themselves. Whatever, you can have yeah. a birthday all month <laughs> with your own money. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so for context, if you haven't already figured, today's episode is about fatherhood mm. and all that it entails from being a father to also being a son to a father. 
and so on and so forth. Hence the reason you have Jaden, who is a father, as he said, to two young girls, and Yamin, who is a son to a father. <laughs> Akin to myself, I guess. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's get into it. When you first found out you are going to be a father, because you were saying, okay, you've been with your missus six years now? Married six So years. we've been married 11 years. Oh, Sorry. yeah. <laughs> Let me wheel that back up. Yeah. We've been married <laughs> six years. And we've been together 11 years. Okay. Mm-hmm. So um, I'll give you a quick backstory. Um, mm. We met when we both worked in a restaurant, um, uh, GBK to be exact. I love GBK. Mm. Oh yeah? Yeah, I used to, but they kind of fell off. But uh, that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother podcast. Let's do that another day. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, so um, we met there, pretty much hit it off straight away. But I think the thing that drew me to her was just that she was a bit... Bit different from the girls. She's not from London. She came from Italy to London, oh. and um, she's a bit different from the girls that are around here. A bit more um, tell you what you what she thinks to your face, kind of thing that I wasn't used to. I don't know how to explain it exactly, but something drew me to her from the beginning. We kicked it off, um, worked out the kinks of the relationship as we went, as you do. Mm. But I would say like. Probably a good three years in, we was like, I would say like, by then I'd already, I was calm now. I, I was cool. Mm. Mm. Yeah. By the time we got, uh, I think five years, funny enough, she proposed to me. Um, I remember you told me this actually. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I say it to a lot of people, I get a lot of mixed um, reactions. What are the reactions? <laughs> so some girls will be like, okay, yeah, I like that. Well done. Some girls will be like, oh, oh. Could never be me. Could never be me. Could never be me. And those are the ones that most likely might not ever be married, but. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, no, the the reason why I say that is because sometimes you might be with a guy and he he might need that. What, you're just a bit shy? No, not that. Like, for example, me, yeah, I'm a laid back guy, yeah. Mm. And I would have been happy to just be in the relationship, whatever it would have been, you know what I mean? Mm. If we had got married or not, it still would have been the same for me. I would have been happy, but I feel like. Some people that are laid back like me might need someone like her to... To let you know that that's yeah. what they want. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if you are someone who wants something, why don't you go and get it? Mm. Why, does mm. it have, why do you have to wait for me to do it for you? Mm. I, I think don't even know. to an extent, correct me if I'm wrong, and traditionally, um, because from her own culture, it's not necessarily a, a, thing to, a thing to not like go after it. And in our culture, at least more, it's more like it's got to be the man to do yeah, X, Y, yeah, and Z. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's a different number. I'm not so sure. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't know how they do it in Italy. I think mostly... Yeah. I know they have got some different traditions. I know, for example, they don't take the last name. Mm-hmm. So um, we've, I've still got my last name. She's still got her last name. But mm-hmm. our kids have my last name. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um, And that was like a big thing when we was going to get married. Um, but anyway, so um, I know they do some things different. I don't know how that goes. Yeah. Was there a conversation as to when you wanted to start having children? Yeah, I mean, I was always kind of up for it, always kind of ready, especially once I knew that, you know, I wanted to have kids with her. Mm. Um, I was always kind of like, yeah, let's do it. But I think she wasn't sure whether she wanted to have kids. And I was slightly annoyed about it. And we've spoken about it before because, um, you know, I thought she I thought she did want them. But mm. it, she got to, I guess, a stage in her life where she thought maybe she don't, maybe she does. So I kind of had to just back off, wait for her to like want it as much as me and then mm. I know that once because once she has something in her mind it's going to happen same for me so I feel like we both needed to be on the same page and then that's when um, yeah that's when we started trying in that period of time where there was an unsurety of where she wanted the kids was it was that having a deal breaker for you at that point yeah, but the thing is, we had already been in the relationship, so it was really hard for me to to stomach. Yeah, because I thought we had passed this, you know, like 
we knew what we wanted. Uh, it's like second nature at this point. Yeah, at this yeah. point, I thought we both knew what we wanted, but um, you know, people's minds change, mm. people go through their doubts, whatever it may be. And she just probably had to come to terms with it more. She had to maybe grasp the idea of being a mom. Mm. I'm not sure what was going through her head. Yeah, 100%. having kids, I think, has different implications for women than it does men. Just Definitely. because you know, you're growing your life yeah. within, within yeah, your facts. body, you know, and even mm. just that alone is, is a very interesting thing. When it came to having your first child, what, what was it like? As in, like, how, before, to like, before she actually came, were you thinking... Am I going to be a good dad? Have I have I had enough experiences of seeing good fathers to their children to be able to be that for my child? Like, what was going through your head? A really good question. So, um, I had not seen enough experience uh, in my life of um, good father. I think probably my best my best um, example of a dad would have been Michael Kyle from My Wife and Kids. I feel like <laughs> he's like one of my favorite. I feel like he's a sick dad. He's he is. always funny. You yeah. learn a lesson. He shows that he loves his kids. Yeah. And that's the kind of that's the kind of dad I'm I'm, I'm trying to model myself after. Mm-hmm. Not my own dad. And that's because um he's not really been a so my dad lives in America. I'm I think I told you this once upon a time. Um my dad lives in America. He has my whole life. And um he was never really around, naturally, because he's so far away. Mm. And it always felt like, how can I describe it? Like, kind of like he didn't care. Let's be honest. He didn't, it felt like he didn't care because he was never really there. He would call from time to time. And whenever he would be on the call, I would have been bad at school because, you know, probably him not being around affected that some somehow. Mm-hmm. And normally he would just say, oh, you don't want me to come to London to beat you or something like that. And I'd be like, bro, like, <laughs> I, I don't have a dad around yet. And this is what I know of him. So mm-hmm. it was never really, I mean, I do love him. But I feel like the just him not being around and him not being the dad that I I actually needed, mm-hmm. based based on um what the I can't remember what her name was in the last podcast. Sorry, I so, forgot. So, uh, but she said yeah. um her parents made her understand the kind of parents she wanted to be based on how they parented. Mm-hmm. Mm. Similar thing. So my dad not being around made me want to be the complete opposite, and I wanted to make sure I'm always there for my children. Mm. So um I feel like. Was that a conscious decision? Because I, again, even similar to the solo one, like when you're born in an environment where this is what it is, then you naturally can just repeat the same cycle. Mm. So wh- where was the decision for you to be like, I experienced this, I actually don't want my son or my daughter to go through this. Let me let me change the, the cycle. So my mum, being a single parent, I just saw her, I saw it looking very difficult. And I've seen other families having a, a mum and a dad my mum was a teacher as well, so whenever there was things going on at school, she could never be there because she was at school teaching herself. So I just always, I think it was a conscious decision because I, I wanted to make sure that my child didn't feel how I felt growing mm-hmm. up as a kid. Even though it's not like I had a terrible childhood or anything like that. Mm-hmm. But it's just that I knew that there was something missing and I don't want that for my children. Mm-hmm. So I always make sure I go 110%, like be the best dad I can be. And um, yeah, it's funny because I'm basically learning from all my dad's mistakes. Did you speak to your, when you found out you're going to be a father, did you have that conversation with your mum as well about, about like your potentially worries about being a father and things of that nature? Um, my my mum's really supportive and um, she, she, she knew that I would, I don't think we, we didn't have a conversation now because she just knew that I would, she knew that I didn't want that. She knew how upset I was about mm. my dad and mm-hmm. things happening um, in my life. And yeah, so I think she kind of just had, we didn't have a conversation 
about the, the mutual about understanding. Yeah, I feel like it was. I feel, and she's told me multiple times how she's proud of me as the the father I am because um mm. she can mm. tell that I really love the girls. They really love me. I mean, daddy's like pretty much the most rinsed out word in the house, <laughs> <laughs> and the neighbors know it as well. It's not even just a thing where I'm saying it. We can get them on the podcast next week and ask them. <laughs> They'll tell you, bro. You know what? I would <laughs> love to bring them on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. that guy, no, 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 Let's find out about this guy for real. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah man um they really do love me and uh you know what is what's funny is that at first so back to your original question i think i led away from the path but you was asking me about you know leading up to the birth and everything what yeah. was it like so mm. i really wanted a boy i'm i, I was have gonna six, ask you at least yeah. you're honest I, I, you I, but wait because once I had okay, so I I have six sisters, yeah. Mm. Um, four live in America and two live here. Always been surrounded by girls in my family. All my cousins are girls. Mm. Uh, well, my immediate cousins anyway, and just always, I always wanted someone to play PlayStation with. Not that yeah, girls that. can't do that, you know. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, yeah. Not yeah. trying to do all of that, but um. <laughs> I just feel like they never had the same interest. Some of my cousins did and we would play, but then they would go off and do, they're older than me as well. So they'll go off and do their own thing at some point. No, males and females and just have different energies. Like that's just the reality of it. And I think, yeah, like even for me, like I would like to have a son and a daughter. I would like both. I that's can't what lie. I wanted as well. Yeah. But when I found out I was having a girl, I was low, low key gutted. Just a little bit. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm being real. I'm being real here. I'm being real. Um, Just a little bit. Just because I, I was so into the idea of, you know, having someone to do all of these things with. And mm. I'm thinking in a very, you know, one one uh, mind kind of direction. Mm. But, um, you know, probably for like five, ten minutes, I was just like, mm, okay. <laughs> it's not nice to hear, I know. But yeah, no, after but it's a while, really... I was just like, you know what? No. What? So why does it matter? Like, I'm going to love this child anyway. Mm. I'm going to show them PlayStation anyway. Yeah. We're still going to do all the same things. Why, why does it really matter? Mm. And another thing as well, I never really, like, it, it wasn't real to me until I actually saw the baby. And I think that's the difference between men and women. Obviously, women uh, that are pregnant, they, they, they feel, feel it. it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a journey, yeah. So you know there's someone there. Me, I, I know there's someone there, but I don't know what they look like. I don't have that <laughs> connection with them like the mum does, you know? Did you do one of those 3D scans? No, I didn't. Nah. didn't. No, we didn't. Look sneak Did peek. Know? No, no, no. Do you know the gender um, well before? Before she was born. Yeah, yeah okay. I can't do that. I'm not doing gender reveal. Oh, <laughs> no? That. no I, I need to know. Nah, I need to know. I need to know now. <laughs> and I'll do that every time I have a child. I'm never going to wait or... Yeah. Nah, I can't. I can't just leave it up in the air like that. Like, I need to know. Just get loads yeah. of beige clothing. Yeah. Just, uh, <laughs> My cousin did that. My cousin did that. Yeah. So, um... Yeah, um, my point was you were saying you were until yeah, until she actually well, came, you were right, you, right, yeah. right. So, yeah, um, for me, it was like, a, yeah, I know I'm having a child, yeah, it's exciting, yeah, I can't wait, but I don't know, I don't really know how to feel. It wasn't until that moment I saw her come out, uh, and that's when I was just like, Oof. it's like, a, I don't know, it was like somebody just stepped on the gas and you in the car and you just went back with the nitro, you know what I mean? I'm yeah. just like, Ugh, like, okay. That, this is it now. Like, hey, like I'm here. Yeah. So, oh, it's, it's actually really happening. Yeah. <laughs> it's nine months. I, I thought it was a joke. <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> So, um, yeah, I think at that moment, like straight away, fell in love with her. She was, be she is beautiful still. Mm. Um, and yeah, I just, I just like, in my mind, it's, it's, it's really crazy. Like when you have children, you just, it is what, 
all you kind of think about and even when you're out at work or doing stuff with your friends at the back of your mind it's like oh I wonder what she's doing now or <laughs> something like that so um yeah it was it was a lot <laughs> it was a lot of emotions going through my, my, very my young head right now as well so it's like yeah. all, all the, the whole life in a way is just the two of you like they yeah. don't have their own lives to just like I'm going out with my friends yeah, you have, you have yeah, no friends yeah. it's just me. and they're yeah. also yeah. having a lot of firsts as well probably a lot of firsts like, you know when babies like they have their first meal like a bit of mushy peas or something mm. I still like, got that on my phone cruel. her first yeah. um, I think it was avocado we gave her mm. as our first and she waxed Not healthy it. fats. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a bit of me. Mm. <laughs> I remember. I know my missus, when she listens to this, she's going to get onto me. I think it was avocado. It was sweet potato. <laughs> sweet potato pie. I think it was. A- so coming to your second child now then, mm. you've experienced, it's your first time being a father for the first mm-hmm. time. So now coming to the second child, did you have different thoughts going into it? Yeah, I kind of felt like, okay, been here before. Um, Is it round two? Yeah, like let's let's go. Like, is is is, she, is she, gonna be a boy this time? A lot of people <laughs> were thinking it was gonna be a boy as well. Yeah. But at this point, I now I have a girl. I don't care. Like, I'm just thinking it don't matter now anymore. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that boy thing was just like literally for the first child. Like, just cause I I had in my mind what what it is to be a dad. Like, dad and son. I always thought it had to be like that. Mm-hmm. Like Will Smith and the J, uh when he sang the Just the Two of Us song for Jaden yeah, Smith yeah, back yeah. in the day. <laughs> I thought, yeah, that's going to be cool. me and my kid. Yeah. Like, but then when I had the girl, I was just like, you know what? Don't matter. You can still sing that song. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah, see? These kind of things. Exactly. So um, I'm just like, bring it on. Whatever, whatever, who, Whoever it is, just another addition to the family, another addition to the tribe. So mm. let's go. Let's, let's, let's get this. And what about you, Yarmin? Like, obviously, you don't, you don't have kids yet. But how is your relationship with your own dad kind of informed how you want to be as a father? Um, yeah, it's just, it's the same. It's the same, really. It's just, you get the do's and don'ts from it, don't you? And I think that's what it is. We we had an interesting discussion the other day, actually, about fatherhood. Mm. It's like you know, you know, when you say ideal father or good father, it's like I don't know, maybe because of our experiences growing up, and maybe in this culture actually now, maybe this epidemic of bad fathers, maybe. But it's like maybe that's it's like what is a good father you know what I mean and it's like I guess we need to kind of find that for ourselves um, because I guess there is no like you know manual yeah there's no blueprint or manual really and I guess same with like like marriage and other things you can try and prepare as much as you can but you can never be ready for these things completely you can never be perfect Mm. so as long as you kind of try and prepare and progress for for these things I guess yeah same with fatherhood I guess you kind of cross that bridge when you get there, really, for for the most part. But, you know, the smart person, I guess, prepares as much as they can. But you can only do so much and you can't be disappointed when you make when you when you mess up or slip up. You know, obstacles decorate the journey, really. Do you have, like, current ideas of the father you want to be? You know what? Because I've, I've been blessed in, in our family to have a lot of uh, kids in in the family mm-hmm. like uh young young younger ones like cousins yeah. yeah a lot younger than me i could i confuse them with my nephews and nieces but they're actually my cousins you know it's one of those ones mm-hmm. that's how young mm-hmm. they could be and with that it's like with girls and boys i think it's like you there is a different relationship like there is a different relationship however it's it's equally beautiful and the set it's just the, the one, one in the same and i feel like that 
also informs my decisions on how I'm going to be a father, mm-hmm. seeing how I interact with my younger younger family members. I think kind of gave me a little like, it's like, it's like um, what do you used to call it back in the day? What, what is that? Uh, Work experience. It's like, it's, like, it's like work experience. It's like, it's like before you get before you get employed, I feel yeah. like I've got my work experience. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Interesting. Um, for you, Jaden, is there is there a reality where because you said you're not necessarily that close with your father, but there's still love you have for him. Is there a reality where you want him to meet your children and then nurture a relationship between them, even if you yourself don't have that with him? Yeah, man. I, definitely, I'd love for my dad to 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 be involved in their life, of course. But I mean, ever since she was, ever since Irie was born, that's my, my daughter's name. That's my first daughter's name. Mm-hmm. Um, ever since she was born, I ain't heard diddly squat from him. Literally, He's aware. Of, huh? He's aware that you've. Yeah, he knows I've, he knows I have a child. He knows I have two. And I don't think they've ever spoken to him. Not even a FaceTime. He's not been back down here. I mean, like she's free now. And um, I think this year he sent me a message on my birthday, like a couple of days later, and just kind of saying happy birthday, love you, hope you're doing well, blah blah blah. I just aired it, bro. Honestly, mm. I just aired it. And then um, I think because he was, he kind of realized like something's up. Uh, he messaged my wife, and um, she just responded like, "Yeah, everything's fine," and mm. just kind of kept it moving. Yeah. And I think uh, to add a bit more context to it, part of the reason why I'm kind of just like, oh, it's because like. He he does this thing where he would make a promise. So, for example, he'll be like, so about the kids thing, being involved. He was like, yeah, you know, so when they get a bit older, I'll just they can come down and spend the, the summers with me. You know, they get to spend time with their granddad. Um, you guys mm-hmm. get some time. And he says all of the, the perfect things you want to hear. And mm-hmm. it just sounds like, yeah, boy, that would be sick. You know, like, imagine <laughs> then we get to do things together. It'd be like back before we had kids, all of that. Mm-hmm. And then... Crickets, crickets, tumbleweed, crickets, everything, you name it. And you won't hear from him. And I think what he's doing is just like trying to wait until I've forgotten about it. So then he can pop back up and be like, yeah, oh, yeah, so. And then I wouldn't remember it. And the thing about it, I never asked for any of that. If anything, all I wanted was just him to contact. I don't care about, we can sort that out when we get there, you know what I mean? But he's just trying to do too much too quick. And I think that's him like trying to compensate for not being there. So he tries to do the most. Like, don't get me wrong. When I'm in America and I go and spend time with him, when I was like 18, I spent two or three months there. Mm. And amazing time. I went by myself. I never had my older sister with me. That's the one that lives here. And we're four brothers and sisters. She never came. So it was just me. My sisters that live in America already were there, but that's fine. And, you know, I got to do a lot of things. He taught me how to drive, taught me a little bit on his motorbike as well. We did... A lot of fun things together, played football, all of it. Like, all the things, it's like catching up. Mm. And I had a different perspective of him. I, I even said to my mum I wanted to move down here. So you have good memories. I do, I do. It's not like it's all bad. Yeah. Um, have you ever spoken to him about how you feel about your relationship with him? Once, yeah, once. I think it was when he did something like this originally. So when I got married, we got married in Italy. And um, it was very short notice. Like, we she proposed to me um probably like let's say december 2016 somewhere around then and by july the next month uh we was sorry the next year um we was getting married so it was a lot of short notice and i understand a lot of my family couldn't come a lot of my friends didn't manage to come um but my dad i told him about it not expecting him to come 
and he actually came. And mm. that was quite shocking because uh, I don't think he had been on this side of the world since I was in primary school. And I'm 31 now. Mm. So um, it was a big surprise. It made me really happy because I kind of got to show him off. All my friends that always hear me talk, tell mm. stories about my dad, but I've never seen him. Mm. Like the, a few of them actually for the first time got to see him. So I was quite excited about that. And, um, you know, things seemed kind of normal. But then he went back into the the spell of doing the, the promises again and disappearing and ghosting because he, I feel like he made promises and mm. just like, just don't do it in the first place. Like, it's fine. I just want you to be there. I just want you to be there. Key moments, someone to talk to, you know, like someone to give me advice. That's what, that's what I thought a dad was. And it felt like I never really got it. And even at times when I did, it would just be for the times when I'm there in front of him. Then it's like, oh yeah, I got a son. Yeah. Bear in mind, I'm his only son as well, you know. And right? did you tell him all this? Yes. Oh, sorry. What did he, what did he so say about I it? So I sent him a message, because that's how we was communicating at the time. I sent him a message and I basically said, look, um, I really just, I just, I don't want you to make me promises because mm. it's not what it's about. I just want, I just want you to be, I just want to talk. I just want to keep this going. You know what I mean? And he basically said, yeah, okay, that's fine. And then he just went back to doing it again. So I'm just like, this guy, man. Why? Same Why? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah. Mm. No, it's. I've, I'm very fortunate to have my dad in my life. We don't have the greatest relationship, I would admit, from my own doing to an extent as well. But it's like, I don't, I don't, honestly, I don't even know why I feel so strongly about this, but like, fathers that aren't present in their children's lives, like, it boils my blood so much. Like, I don't, I don't even know why, because I'm very blessed to have my dad in my life, but like, mm. it, like, it gets me so emotional. like, there's so much like, how best to phrase this? I've never been a parent, so mm. I, so it's not an experience that I have that I can speak on to that point. But it's like, time is something you will never get back. Mm. The biggest things that at least a lot of a lot of people in 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 the world talk about how like. They want their kids to have this and that go to this school, get these kicks, these clothes, this, whatever, whatever. Like the biggest things that, because they didn't get that them when they were younger ourselves. Like, we may say like you didn't grow up in like the most financially stable household. The biggest things we lacked in our in our, our childhood wasn't us not getting a PlayStation or us not getting the newest kicks. Mm. It was not having the time to spend with our parents. Like my fondest memories of my dad and my mom aren't when they bought me new shoes or whatever. It's when we, we got to spend time together. Like, mm. I will never forget. I may have said this on the podcast or whatever. Like my fondest memories of my dad is when every Sunday, my dad has more, um, I have a lot of half siblings and stuff here. Yeah? Every Sunday, maybe like for however long when I was younger, we'd go to the mosque together. Me, like um, his other wife and his kids, whatever, go to the mosque, spend the whole day there. I would never in my life forget those moments. It's just spending time. Like, I've never necessarily lived with my dad for like an extended period of time. But those moments, I'll never forget. It's just spending time together. I don't, I don't ask for you to get me a new phone. A new, <laughs> no, these things are nice. These are icing to yeah, the cake though. Yeah. What, what mm, you right. want is the actual cake, not Literally, the, not the, the decorations. Yes. Do you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And like fathers that, I don't know if I could speak to a father who isn't present because it would just, just get, me, get me gone. But it's like, I, <laughs> I lack the level of understanding as to how like, you can, especially those, you can see what it does to other people. You can see what it's done to yourself mm. and you want to repeat the cycle. Mm. What kind of dickhead are you? Literally. Like, like what, what kind of like, what's lacking in your brain that you think it's okay to just, yeah. You know what? Um, yeah. What you said, it reminded me of something I saw. Um, it's a guy on Instagram. Um, 
can't remember what his page is called. Raising Boys to Men, I think it is. Mm. He's like a, a light skinned brother. He's got like a big beard. From the UK? Yeah, UK. I think I'm, I think I've probably with seen his, with his son on the podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I've seen and his stuff. I've literally, seen his stuff. what you were saying, so he said to his son, Oh, do you remember your 10th birthday? What did I get you? And I was like, um, Scratching his head or whatever. Yeah, they were asking him, What did I get you for your last birthday? Then he said, Do you remember what we did? And he's just like, Yeah, you took me here. We went. For example, because I can't quote, mm, mm, mm. can't remember what he said, but he took me bowling and we went to a restaurant and cinema. And then he basically said that it's not about the gifts you get your kids because they will forget that. It's about mm. the time you spend bro, with them. Like. Gifts are going to come and go. Memories will never die, bro. They will never, never die. What's your favorite memory with your dad? Um, I think it's when he came to the UK, like one of the first, one of the earliest times I can remember. Again, like I said, he was in, I was in primary school. And he came to pick me up from school. So normally we would go to play center because my mum was a teacher, like I said. So mm. we never got picked up from school. And um, like from school, school, it would be like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then um, one day they were just like, oh, you're not going You're not going to play center today. Um, someone's coming to pick you up. So me and my sister, she was still in primary school. She's like, who can it be? Who's that? Who's going to be? <laughs> Mum's at work. Like, that's not possible. And then... I think someone came running over. They're like, did you see that guy? He looked, there's some guy that looks like Michael Jordan or R. Kelly. <laughs> Let's not use R. Kelly. Let's not use R. Kelly. There's some guy that looks like Michael Jordan. My dad's barled since he lost his hair at 16. Oh, and wow. 16? He just said, yeah, I'm not going to play that game. I'm just going to cut that all off. Fair enough. So he comes to the school now to pick us up. And um, yeah, me and my sister look at each other. It's like, can't be. Anyway, he come, we run out to the playground and he's there. And then like we run up to him, give him a hug. And then was like, oh, can you do a slam dunk? And like, <laughs> you know, all of this strippiness. Like, uh, Fish from so, America, so, isn't it? Yeah, yeah so and the then accent. he took us after, I think, um, we live in Tottenham. And he took us to Tottenham Town Bakery. The one that's still there now to this day. And um, he got us something to eat from there. Uh, it's like a Caribbean bakery, like kind of local business thing. Okay. Yeah. And um, yeah, that's and that was a good day. That was a good like my first of all, I didn't have to go to a play center. That was already that was already <laughs> quite lit. It yeah. was already lit. <laughs> On top of it, my dad was here. Everyone got to see him. They got to see his bald head and see he looks like <laughs> Michael Jordan. They got to see the shine. Like, yeah. yeah. You got to show off your dad in the So way. I was. Sick, I think that's probably one of the best memories I have of him. What about you, Yaman? What's your favorite memory of your dad? It was a Spider-Man bike. Hey. <laughs> yeah, Wait, no, give um, context of the question because I think it, it cut out. Yeah, yeah so it, um, my fondest or my, one of my favourite memories with my dad is when he taught me how to, how to ride a bike. Um, it was a Spider-Man bike. I got, he got me for my sixth birthday and he just did the whole, you know, he, he was holding the back seat, like the back of the seat as and gu- kind of guiding me. And then it's just that moment where he let go, and I thought he was still holding on, and I was, and I was riding. That's I was how like, I to ride the bike. Yeah. Yeah. That's more, how we all learn. I've that. lost my faith in humans that day. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, thank you, but don't ever do that again. <laughs> don't ever do that again. Like, I have trust issues. Um, what's it? Do you know what's so funny? Yeah, you said you wouldn't want uh, a father that's not present to come on this podcast. Yeah, but who's to say he would even come to this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> he wouldn't even turn up. He'll make a promise. <laughs> he he'll be like, he wouldn't even turn up. He's like, listen, I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> and then, you're waiting. Years later, you're waiting. Wait. Wait. He's like, we went to get milk. Where are we from? Bro, listen. Again. You know what I'm saying? God damn. And also, also, you know what? I want to give a shout out to because uh, it's a uh, this this father. Mm-hmm. It's on TikTok. Father to a queen. 
father uh, to a queen. Yeah, to the number two. Yeah, yeah it's this uh, brother. I'm not sure if he's a sheikh or not, but he's a young guy. Um, mashallah, barik. He's a young guy, and he, he's is literally the videos of him. Um, Asking his daughter questions His daughter's like I don't even know how young she is she Yeah just she's very small she's Very small Very young Very beautiful mashallah But she And he's just asking her These questions that I don't even know Like stuff about You know the past The prophets Peace be upon them Just history and stuff like that And you can just see In the comment section is like But even for myself It's like For me It's like Educating my child With anything mm -hmm. Just education by Through conversation mm. I think is so important as well as well as being present. Mm -hmm. But then there's the next step and the next step and there's always more you can do. You can never really feel like you're the best father. Yeah. Um, even if, you've, if you're providing and you're doing everything. I feel like he, uh, you know, he reminds me that, that I have a lot of work to do if I have. And that's based on how I might perceive or how any individual might perceive being the best father is. Mm -hmm. He reminds me that there's, there's more than that. And then again, after you achieve that, there's more than that. And it keeps yeah. going on and on yeah. until infinity, really. And But just shout out to him, Father to a Queen on TikTok. Um, yeah, text me, I'll put it in there. Yeah, no, yeah. he's honestly, like, I see I see that. And he just he looks like a young guy, man. And he's just insane to me. And, you know, he's been blessed, um, you know. And, you know, I just, for me, I see that as like a starting point for me. Like, okay, if I can, if I can emulate something from one of these videos, mm -hmm. I would love to do that. You know what I mean? Mm. That's good. That's good that you've seen that. And um, it's kind of give you an inspiration and an expectation of what it would be like to be a dad. I think um, if you do plan to be a dad, it's definitely good to get all of these kind of things in your head uh, as soon as possible. Because literally, like I said, when they come, that's it. They're there, bro. That's it. Now, <laughs> no, no more uh, practice. Yeah. <laughs> so, that's um, so true. Yeah, man. Uh, mm. I, I, I respect that for you because... Um, a lot of people don't look at it like that. A lot of people don't look at it with that level of maturity. So that's off to you, bro. No, mm. that's that's probably the best advice, actually. That's the realest advice you can give someone. Do it before it happens. You know what I mean? Do the do the legwork, the yeah. groundwork. You can't be it. passive in it. Like it's, it's yeah. something that takes a lot of work. As with anything, especially like being a father, being being married, like things that are like very monumental in your life. You mm. can't just like, you can't, you can't wing it. Like yeah. you, you need some level of agency to, to move forward in it. It can't just be like, like whatever happens, happens. You know? Yeah, you got to be on the front foot. Mm. Um, yeah. But I guess we should get into the letter. And I can't lie, actually, while we were trying to pick this letter, <laughs> funnily enough, the father's one had the most submissions out of all of the, the suggestions on the like, link tree. Like, let's say they were like, ar I'm giving arbitrary numbers. Say there were like 10 submissions, eight of them were about fathers yeah okay yeah like there's, there's been a lot of people that wanted to write letters to their fathers mm -hmm. so we tried to find a letter that wasn't too extreme on either end it was just kind of you know sort of middle way in a way um because i i was i was aware of the fact that i didn't really want to perpetuate like this idea that all fathers are deadbeats mm. like i want to shout out to all the fathers that are there and are amazing and mm. and instill confidence and love within their kids um, and even the father figures, because on the way here, like I was thinking about my granddad and like my granddad to me was a, a really big father figure in my life. Mm. Um, he he was, he's kind of my dad, like he kind of is. Yeah. Um, and, and I have a That's lot of true. love for my, for my granddad, um, yeah. for being a dad to my mom and for being a dad to me. Um, even, but, sorry, you finished. No, yeah, I'm finished. Even to that point, because in, at least especially in like in 
in the black community. It's it's second it's second nature for us to like see black dads as not present in their children's lives and whatnot. Mm. And we're we're all aware of it. So it's like at this point, because I feel a lot of conversations we have in our community are always to to notice the issue and complain about it. And then we never get to the part to be like, okay, but what are we gonna do about do it? About mm. it? Mm. So I really wanna like as Zia said, I wanna shout out to the fathers that are present. I wanna mm. I wanna us to like not just keep telling people, oh yeah, black that's unpresent, black that's unpresent. No, no, let's be like, cool, there are black that aren't present, there are ones that are, and let's start making that a narrative yeah, rather yeah, than yeah. just sticking to the same circle of 100%. But otherwise we'll just we'll, we'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Not lie. There's actually that podcast. What's that podcast that I was talking to you about? It's called the Black Dads Podcast. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Um I'll Google it now, but I know it's called. But that's a really good podcast as well. And that was the first time actually that I just heard dads talking. I don't know, <laughs> like just a group of dads, like and they're 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 present in their kids' lives. And it was just like, oh wow, wow this is nice. Yeah, this this yeah. is wholesome, good yeah. food. Like, yeah, it was it was very nice. Dope black dads. Dope black dads. Uh, nice, okay. nice. That. Yeah, I'll link that in there. And I think um, they've got dope black moms as well. Yeah, they've expanded. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, dope black okay. moms. That's what I like. Welcome to this commercial break. The letter you're about to hear was submitted anonymously by one of our listeners. You can get involved as well by submitting through the link in our Instagram bio. If you haven't got Instagram, fair enough. A lot of us don't. Then you can also find the link in the description of each episode. Our email is there as well, so please send us some feedback. Love. We just need to have some communication. Okay, so it says, Dear Dad, you're leaving soon, and I know I said I would try to see you, but I'm not sure if I can. I feel like our relationship doesn't exist and I don't understand why I have to take part of the blame. In this relationship, you are the parent. And I know I'm an, I'm an adult, but I don't know how to repair something that you don't even think is broken. I don't think we've had a proper conversation in years. Talking to each other whilst feeling stifled is not a conversation in my eyes. I feel like I'm never able to be honest with you because you'll judge me and to some extent because of your beliefs of, or upbringing. No child wants to feel judged by their parents, especially when their parents aren't perfect. Maybe for once, I don't want to be the one having to bridge the gap. Cultural differences don't mean you can't communicate, but I feel like conversations with you have just been awkward and small talk. I don't want it to be like this, but I can't be the only one doing something about it. I feel like I've never been honest with you because I know I don't have the luxury, but I hope you have a safe flight. Love. Oof. That was heavy, man. Yeah. And imagine that's not the heaviest of letters. Mm. Like some Damn. of them are very. It gets worse. I mean, yeah. Well, I get it. <laughs> I get it. <laughs> One thing that really sticks out to me was when they said, "Let me find it. Let me find it. Let me find it." Especially when parents, their parents aren't perfect. Maybe for once, I don't want to be the one having to bridge the gap. And this is. This may be me speaking from a very stubborn perspective. I'm a stubborn individual. <laughs> At some point, it's like, when can the child to the parent just be the child and the parent do the work that needs to get done? Because we are all people, mm. we are all humans, but I, I would ask the teacher for more than ask the student. Mm. I'm not looking at the student to... The student can misbehave, of course, but I look at the teacher and be like, you're a teacher because you know better where you know better. Apply that knowledge and whatever else to then try and build the relationship with the student or mm. whatever the capacity yeah, may be. Yeah, like, yeah. 
let the student be the student. That's what they are. We acknowledge mm. it in that capacity. So why why can't we also acknowledge it in the capacity of parent to child? Why isn't the child who maybe has now understood certain things that have gone on in their childhood and maybe want to address it or whatever else? Why is it on them to fix it mm. when yeah, they yeah. are the child? They're maybe in, they may be adults now. We're all adults now, but mm-hmm. we're still children to our parents. You know what yeah. I'm saying? No matter how no matter how many kids we have or how old we get, we are still children to someone. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why why is the onus not always? Why is the onus on us to to bridge that gap or mm. to give give them grace where they aren't giving us? I think that's something that I've always struggled like struggled with with my own like relationship with my dad. But it's my strong pride. I can't lie, and I'll be so honest. One and the same. I've had, I've had to do the groundwork. It's, it's my strong pride, and it's and it is that thing of like you're the dad, I'm the child. But I think there comes a time where you're just not a child anymore, and I'm not. That's the truth. Even even if I'm his child, I'm not a child anymore. And I have to, I have to adult. That's the reality. Maybe that's where um, I'm going wrong. Because like, I just, I'm still in that stage where he's the dad, I'm the child. But yeah, maybe it's time I just told him, showed him that. Yeah. But it's, it's like your wife, your wife proposed to you, right? Mm. Because And you were saying sometimes like people are just chill and you might have needed to yeah, kick up yeah. the backside to do that. Maybe you need to, Take a leaf out of your wife's book and just be like, "Listen, Dad, let's 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 start something. Let's get and pages and no, everything." I'm sure. Well, there's and a that's the thing. Over here. No, do you know what? There's a there's a reverse like mentoring scheme that I think Young Vic done one time, and it was like people that are at the beginning of their um, careers, mentoring people at the top, like people that have let's say quote unquote made it. Mm-hmm. But I liked mm-hmm. that because it's like you were talking about the teacher and the the student. But who's to say that the teacher really does know more? It's like the, mm. the therapist that needs therapy. It's like it's sometimes... How, how does that work? Like the, 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 the therapist needing therapy? No, no, no. The, 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 the mental, <laughs> we know about the that men, one. The, the, the mental people screen. starting out, yeah. mental, the people who've already made it. In not, not in the same th- field, oh. but they're in different spaces of their lives. Oh, interesting. So like, oh. I don't know, like me, I'm just starting out, I don't know, let's say in poetry, I'm talking to like a banker who's been... Working in oh, a bank for thirty I it was years. In the same profession. No, it's not oh, the same profession. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but it's just it enables them to have conversations, mm. just to kind of give insight to both yeah. sides about mm. where the other side is at. But you say that to say what? Sorry, I say that to say that I can't expect necessarily my dad to know more than I do, and in and vice versa. Of... And I can't expect. I can't. Do you know what it is? I can't. I realize I can't rely on him to to save our relationship i think the only way for me to and this we i was talking with yarman about this before like it was i kind of need to have a certain level of optimism in that i can evolve and have the capacity to change our relationship rather than being pessimistic which is something that i had fallen into i was pessimistic about where where our relationship could ever go and it's like i have to have faith within myself to know that i can change something if i want it to change because it's something I can only control what I have power over. I can't just sit here and be like, you know, poor me, damn, mm. he wasn't there. If I want him to be there, tell him mm. and tell him how. Yeah. There's the question to ask then. Do 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 you want him to be there? You're asking me that? Yourself, Jaden, Yamin, myself as well, I guess. Um. I mean, ideally, yeah, of course. <laughs> like, I, I wouldn't, that would be lying. Um. I would be lying if I said, if I said I didn't want him to be there and, you know, we play chess every day and like we, we go to the park. You know what I mean? Kid stuff. I'd do kid stuff. I'd jump in puddles. Do you know what I mean? But it's just like, yeah, 100% I'd want him to be there. But again, I'm talking about my pride. Mm. 
it is my pride and I know that it is. I'm, I'm, I'm not clueless to that fact. And it's also fear. Like, I think you have to have a lot of courage to have those conversations as well. Um, I don't know, you know. I don't know the answer to that question. I can't answer it. I can't answer it, sorry. Because, I don't know. If you, can you miss something that you don't have? You know what I mean? So, I don't know, man. You can, you can yearn for it, in mm. a way. I think that's what I'm doing. But I haven't accepted the fact that... I don't know. This must be a pride thing, too. Because... um. I feel like I can't just I can't bring myself to to message him and just say these things which are so easy to say. Well, yeah. in a sense, easy to say. Yeah, relatively. But yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I'm definitely going to be doing some thinking on the way home. Maybe I might I might answer back. I might answer his message from back in May. Mm. <laughs> I think that's a beautiful thing as well. Like to to give your children a granddad. Not yeah. like it's it's fully your responsibility, but it's just like me talking about my granddad. I was thinking, yeah, man, like. Grandparents are, are amazing people to have in your lives. I yeah. can't lie; like they're a lot older, and and we don't we don't always have the conversations that, that we could and excavate their lives as well. They're just always grandma, granddad, mom, dad. But and that's another it's thing as well. <laughs> yeah, I had to realize yeah. that my dad is a is a whole human being. Yeah, do you know literally. what I mean? And he had me young. Like my parents had me when I was sixteen, when they were sixteen. Right. Okay. And so he was really just yeah. you know improv improv from the jump, but um. But yeah, that's a, that's. And another I feel like sixteen so young. If I feel like think about myself when I was sixteen, and honestly, all I cared about at sixteen was playing Xbox three sixty <laughs> and, and potentially talking to one or two girls. If that ever <laughs> potentially, would yeah, because I I played Xbox three sixty, so <laughs> it wasn't cool back then. <laughs> I weren't meeting any. I mean, the one two girls that we did, we were like, oh guys, there's a girl, there's a girl online, <laughs> and then everyone's having drop game just jump. <laughs> She'll she'll get, yeah, she'll be like, all right, bloop, just lock it off. <laughs> <for> <laughs> <one> <laughs> <minute>. <laughs> there was, um, I don't know, was it, I don't know what celebrity it was. They were talking or they were speaking about how, like, let's say in these examples, let's say my dad wasn't there for me and then I have children and then they, for whatever reason, then start building relationship with my children. Hmm. And then for the person in the middle, me, it can then feel like, oh, okay. So you know how to do this, you just didn't with me. So it's, so it's, so it's me you hate. So, so it's me that's in the problem. Because like, I'm like, the common denominator. You know it, it must be me because, un- understandably, in in a in this made up example, they may have, may have recognized their mistakes and whatnot, where their shortcomings, and want to fix that mm. with the next generation. That makes perfect sense. Hundred mm. percent. That generation shouldn't suffer because. I suffered. Mm. But then the question remains, what about me? Do <laughs> I have to, like, we can, like, not, we can have conversations about it and whatnot. I'm not saying I, I don't have to ignore you not being present for me, but I'm, I'm, I'm feeling left like, but, but I, I didn't get this. Like, <laughs> like, I'm. Just got to charge it. <laughs> just, just got to charge just, it. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, so I, it's, I'm, I missed out on all this. Now, I don't, I would never want my, Kids to not experience that. But it's like, what? What about me, man? Yeah. Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? That seems like a common theme. The father that tries to rectify with the next generation. Mm. Mm. But the theme from that that I'm getting is um, anxiety, trepidation, and fear of having a conversation with the middleman, which is yourself. Mm-hmm. I feel like the common theme is fathers don't know how to talk to the the, the child because when they see us 
them, that child, mm -hmm. their child. They see their mistakes. Yeah. Mm. They see themselves they see their as the as the failure. Yeah. So you, it's not it's for that person in that podcast in that situation when they talked about that relationship with their father, like you said, they shouldn't take it personally. They don't hate you. They hate themselves when they see you. Yeah. And it's like, it's sadly, you're attached to that. Your face is attached to their failure. It's like, let's say an actor. I don't know anything about acting. Let's say an actor, <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Let's say they're waiting for an audition, uh, waiting to hear back from someone. Yeah. Yeah. About an audition. About an audition. Yeah. And they've done like five rounds of, you know, auditioning and whatever. And it's to the, to the final two people. And then it's that, let's say it takes two weeks for them to get an answer. Those two weeks are going to feel like hell <laughs> because they're waiting for what? They're waiting for an answer. What are they waiting for? It's binary. Yes or no. Mm -hmm. What I feel like with these dads, another common theme is they're not giving us an answer. I sometimes want, would rather my dad say, I don't want to see you ever again because that's an answer. Rather than the always, rather yeah. than the, the, the rather, empty promises. I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather he right. actually say, I'd rather he actually say, Look, I just don't want this, man. Stop, stop, <laughs> stop chasing me. Leave me alone. You're making fun of me. Oh, thank you. Fair Finally, so that's the way it was. You see, all right. I'm just saying that. You know, what I'm saying. So, correct me if I'm wrong. So, a level of, of clarity on the situation, rather than just an, uh, just rather just Left the, the, the stringing yeah. you along. String. Okay. I feel like it's like a relationship. It's like they're just stringing you along, and it's you. Well, everyone always, and I think for children, it's different because it's not a, it's not a, uh, you know, between, uh, uh, you know, like spouses, for example. Mm -hmm. This is a, f you know, father and their child, right? So it's different. That feeling of stringing along is a bit, is a bit weird. It's a, it's a, it's a weird feeling. It's not like you're waiting for someone to text you back. You're waiting for someone to be in your life or to not be <coughs> in your life, mm -hmm. and they're not someone that you met. It's someone that you were born into mm -hmm. yeah and you it's just it's kind of you you naturally innately understand the level of their custodianship over you yeah you just innately you just have an innate feeling of yes you are in their custody um so that feeling of stringing along is different to any other feeling of stringing along this feeling is it's almost it almost tears you apart in on the inside mm. because and it doesn't even break your heart. It breaks your. It, it breaks every fiber of your being, because you don't know whether it's you, whether it's them, whether it's X, whether it's Y, or whether it's Z. You know what I mean? You don't know, and I feel like no one likes to be in that situation of not knowing. Mm. You're in the no void. Yeah, in limbo. Especially because yeah. when, as a child, you grow up, and similar, I think Sawa said this as well. You grow mm. up and it's just your parents are all you know. Mm. Like they are the they are the first people you see, mm -hmm. minus these Babylon doctors. They're the first <laughs> they're the first people you see and they 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 in a perfect world, they raise you. Like they are the most present beings in a perfect world in your life for so long. And then when they're either not there or when it's like like but you grow up and it's like you have let's say you grew up with a single mom, that's all you know, but then you go to school, it's like Oh no, there's meant to be two of them. Mm. There's meant to be, oh, there's meant to be two people that take care of you. Mm. So why is my situation different? Then yeah. you start having questions like, as you said, what where is where did it go wrong that I ended up with one person raising me rather than two? Was it my fault? You know? Yeah. Like what what um what what part did I play in this as well? Kind of mm. goes through your head. Like, was it because of me? Mm. Can happen. I think I think, sorry to cut, just like the maturity it takes for you guys to actually recognize that you have pride and stubbornness, like you said. That, that's the first step. 
for me, I feel like... Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's the only step I'm taking. <laughs> <laughs> I recognize I have ego. But like... Finished. <laughs> <laughs> Finished. Ends there. But it's like, I guess... I find it corny now, but at first, I like to, I like this what, what, this thing that I coined here. It's like, if you want to change the past, I'll do it tomorrow. If you want to change something of your past, do it tomorrow. Meaning... You can't change what's going to happen back there. But if you want to see change, you will see it through what you do tomorrow, what you do with your father, what you do. You have to just assume that your father is not mature enough, that, that he's, not, he's not willing, that he's, he's too scared. If anything, you're just going to show him up saying, Pops, let's talk. It's like, you're going to show him up. You're going to make him feel even worse, thinking, mm. damn, they're doing what I was meant to be doing. And then it's like, I think it's about, it's the maturity of, re, of kind of babying them because... They just, they just need that. It's like, like you know, like going back to the example of like, maybe they're just really chilled. Mm. Maybe they're just too chilled. <laughs> and then maybe sometimes a proposal is just a wake up call. It's yeah. just like, yo, it's just like, wake up. Um, can we do this? Mm. And then I think it's, yeah, give them a binary. Give them, give them an ultimatum. Give them an answer. Actually, you're the one who should give it. Is it a yes or is it a no, Pops? And let's move on. Let's do it. And I'm willing to work. And if you need a bit more help, I'll get you a tutor. I don't know. <laughs> I'll get you someone, I'll get you a mentor. Here's a, here's a question then. Here's a, here's a scenario. Let's say there is a father who isn't present in their children's lives. How does, let's talk to them, let's talk about, let's talk from their lens for a second. How mm. does that person get back into the lives of that children? Let's say in this scenario, uh, single mom, somewhat deadbeat dad, present but not present, present but not present. We know how it goes, yeah? Now that they've reached a point, for whatever reason, they're wanting to, get back into their children's lives how does how does that work because let's i'm sure as i'm sure we're aware we mm. understand how the child feels in this example how does the dad now go back to start reconnecting and rebuilding that relationship um, i think uh first of all you need to talk to your child and you need to tell them i think you need to just let them know straight out what was the reason you know, for them not being there during this time period, you know, and... Wait, sorry, sorry, mm -hmm. sorry to cut you. Answer for, for how you would want it, actually. I think that's the best way, best way we can do it. Answer yeah. how you personally okay. want someone to reconnect into your life in this, in this scenario. Okay, so yeah, I think, talk to me. Talk to me with honesty, be straight, blunt, whatever it may be, but I want to get down to the, like, boil down to the nitty-gritty of it. In some situations, um, someone in my family... Like something similar is happening where um, he hasn't tried to, I don't think he, the, the dad has realized his errors yet. So he's still in the f phase where it's kind of like, oh, well, if I'm not with your mom, then that's it kind of mm -hmm. thing. Mm -hmm. And um, I feel like when it, when he gets to that phase, that stage where he's going to want to, he's going to have to sit down with his, chil his, his, his children, talk to them and tell them exactly what happened as into the reason them breaking up the family not being whole as it used to be. And then you basically just got to, not with words, but with actions, just show show that you're there for them, show that you want to do things differently, show, that, show them that you want to spend time with them and you take interest in what they talk about. Um, I don't know, if you're talking about some at my age now? Yeah, or, yeah, because yeah? Yeah, it can happen not just that someone when they're like 16, yeah, 17, yeah. even much older as they've grown, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think at, at where I am now in my life, in order for my dad to 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 build a relationship, he needs to be present in my ch children's life. My wife's dad, um, you know, 
he's pre- he's I mean he he lives in Italy too, but when he comes up on the you know FaceTime whatever they'll or hear his voice they'll say nonno which is Italian for granddad mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um he would they they care about him but I'm pretty sure if I was to show a picture of she'd be like daddy what's that <laughs> not who's that and then I'll say oh that's your grandpa oh yeah grandpa like that's what she would do yeah. mm. so I feel like. In, in my scenario now, he needs to stop with the promises thing because I, I already done told him I don't need that. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's not just to for him to to reconnect. It's not just for him to come to you. It is for your extended family now, for your yeah, children. it's more for the kids, if anything, because at this point now, I kind of been like, all right, I know this is what you are as a dad to me, but you can at least be a granddad and a good one to them. Mm. That's it now. That's what's important to me. Is that enough? I think so. For now, anyway. That's for enough now, for yeah. now. I, I want him to at least have talked to them once or twice, man. Mm-hmm. Come on. She's mm-hmm. going to be free next week. Mm-hmm. Is he going to say happy birthday to either mm-hmm. of them? Will he remember it? Does he know their birthday? You know what I mean? So for now, the smallest... the, the, the If he was... If he want... If he's listening to... If he listens to this... Yeah. Be worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> if he listens to this... You should send it to him. Yeah. I might have to. But chat, chat to my... Chat to your grandchildren. Chat to your granddaughters. That's it. Start there. Get to know them. Get mm. to know what they like. Little things. Mm. Get to know what their favourite food is or, you know, what their favourite animal is. The smallest things. Mm. Yeah, I think, I don't know. I think for me, um, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, it starts with a conversation. I think just being very open and honest about where you've been at, you know, for the mm. past few years. Like, my dad's not absent. Uh, there were times in my life where he was. I th- And I think... Um, you know, just that 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 kind of yo-yo kind of behavior. Um, but again, I have a lot of love for my dad. I will say that um, we actually look very alike, <laughs> and my dad's a twin as well. Um, but yeah, I look I look exactly like my dad. I don't even really look like my mom that much. But um, yeah, I think for me, I'm a I'm a type of person where I really need um, I need consistency with people, like, and I've realized that like even in just like relationships and stuff, like I need. I need that consistency. I need, like, if you say something, I need I need that to happen. And I think it's because of growing up with this kind of, this feeling of being in limbo. It's like, it makes me feel uncomfortable when I don't, um, like, the action doesn't mess, like, mesh with the words. So with, with him, I think you can, you know, a conversation is great, but what I would need is um, that consistency and that honouring of your word. And also, I'm... I'm I'm the oldest of four. It's four girls. My dad has four <laughs> girls. Um, two of which are one's six, one's two. So they're very young. And they literally look a spitting image of me and my sister when we were young. It's actually crazy. It's like literally my dad's, my mom and dad have done it again. Exactly the same. It's, it's crazy. Um, so I would need him to nurture them the way I f- would have wanted him to nurture me. Mm. And I, I would like to see that. I would love to see that actually. Mm. And I know that they would love it too. Um, one of my sisters have got autism. So like she needs extra help. And I'd need to, I'd, I'd need to see him work with that better, work with my mum better. I want him to, I want them to heal their relationship. I think for me, it's more about like seeing what he's like with the people that I love. Like more, more than even me actually, like it will fill my heart with joy and I will feel more comfortable in our relationship if... He loved the people that I love as much as I love them. Mm. 
and treated them how I feel that they need to, that they deserve to be treated. Because that's what's important to me. And like, that's how to get close to me by loving the people that I love. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think for myself, I think, I think, I think, I think there's been many times in my relationship with my dad where he spoke, he's spoken to me through other people. And I don't want to swear. I'm trying to stop swearing. I hate that. Like, I hate, like, let's say I want to talk to you, Jaden. I want to be like, oh, so um, tell Jaden tell Jaden to come thingy tomorrow, but I'll tell you, and then he'll tell you. It's like, bro, bro <laughs> you me, have bro. my number. Yeah. <laughs> I've had the same one for the last 10 years. Same. Because it'll be like, let's say when I when I call him, he'll be like, oh, so you have my number. I want to be like, Motherfucker, you have mine too. Like, like, you have mine same way. If you wanted to call me or talk to me, broski, hit my line. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, my biggest thing for me is like, maybe I've maybe because it's happened so much, I push this. Out. I don't need him to necessarily be present in my life, mm. but you can, you can check on me. We can, we can, we can talk. It doesn't. I don't want to have to feel like it's me trying to build the relationship with you, not vice versa. Because mm. like even. In, in spousal relationship, it's like when someone's just constantly building a bridge, it's forever going to feel like you're holding the whole thing on your own back. And one mm. day it's going to crumble. Do you know what I'm saying? And mm. I feel, I don't want to have to, I don't want to feel like, I don't want to be the one taking the, being the one building the bridge. That's the best way I can phrase it. I don't want to be the person building the bridge all the time. You should have to do it alone anyway. Yeah. That's how I feel. And At least I feel, meet, me, meet me halfway. Yeah, like work with me yeah. kind of thing. And let's, and talk to me, most importantly for me, which has happened of more recently, which I'll, I will give him credit for. Talk mm. to me, as much as I am a child, talk to me like I'm now an adult. Mm. I'm 26, about to turn 27. I'm not a kid, bro. That's great. You're nearly like, I'm, 30. I'm not, on my way there. Yeah, that's right. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm not a youth. I um I, I pay my bills. I go work. Like, I've I've got things. I, I'm an adult. Like, mm. do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Speak to me. Like, let's talk. Man to man, yeah. Yeah, eye friend. to eye. Like not in certain instances, you're forever my father and forever your son. Mm. But talk to me as if we're we're somewhat equals in the, in the capacity. If that makes sense, yeah, it? definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's. I think that's what I how that would have to transpire for us. What about you, Yaman? Uh, I'm trying. I don't want to like um, like therapize on let's say generational trauma on absent fathers. Yeah, but if I were to therapize on that, which I'd like you to do, <laughs> I think deep down there's something perverse and criminal about someone doing something which they believe is right. What I mean by that is, for some odd reason, these absent fathers think that they have the choice of absence. <laughs> Let that one settle Because That was heavy It's yeah. so true Yeah Your father can be your friend But they're still your father They can be your worst enemy But they're still your father you can hate them, you can love them, but they're still your father. There's no part to that where they decide not to be your father. 
And for some reason, they've all, I don't know what group chat they're involved in. <laughs> but they've all decided... Like a memo that went around. Yeah, we didn't get it. They've all decided... No, to, they all decided that this was okay. And I think that's that if I were to therapize on our trauma, is because we don't have that same feeling with a friend or a colleague or a or someone we were close to once in the past. Because of that innate feeling of custodianship that we have as humans, as creatures, as animals, they don't have that choice. But for yeah, some, then I think that not only are they trying to convince us, but they're trying to convince themselves. And I think we're spending our time trying to convince them that they don't have a choice. Yeah, there's definitely a level of not understanding. How does that look for you? Well, if I were to address your f question before, mm -hmm. it's exactly what Jaden and Shay were saying. Like, it's having a conversation first. And whether, and again, we're assuming everything's going to be all right after this conversation. They still might be just a completely different person than they were 15 years ago, mm -hmm. especially if you haven't been seeing them or being in contact with them. How you knew them in the past, they might be completely different. So starts off with a conversation. What happens after that, for me, I play that by ear. But, but, I as a son, then don't decide I don't want to have contact with you anymore. The same way you as a father don't decide you don't want to have contact with me anymore. Why? Because even if we hate each other, even if you're not the ideal father, I have a conversation with you. I have now, I, for some reason, have expectations. Yeah, so you see the grandkids and, you know, they're going to like you, you like them. They might even, they might not like you. You might smell funny. <laughs> you might actually smell funny. Granddad has a funny smell. You know, one of those ones. Fine, fine, okay. So what if you don't like coming over to my house? So what? It's fine. I think conversations are the bare minimum. And like you said, consistency is key. And I think hate, love, fatherhood is fatherhood. And that's a constant that remains. Conversation. Can I just say, I feel like what I've learned so far from being a dad is just be there as much as possible. Especially, let's be real, man. Dads are meant to be the fun ones, man. We're meant to be fun. <laughs> like, mums are meant to, they go to mum when they're upset about something. You know, mum's very comforting, very loving. Dad's meant to be fun, man. I tickle my kids every day. Bro, I tickle them every day. I blow raspberries, peekaboo, you name it, bro. And I feel like you just need to do a lot more of that. I feel like as well, as you know, I, I used to be a restaurant manager like last year until a certain something happened. Until yeah. happened. <laughs> a little something. Yeah. But, I mean, me being at home um, for like probably six months or so um, really made me understand, man. Like when I was working in the restaurant. You used there a lot. I was there like yeah, You, you kind of had to be there as well. I had to be. Yeah, but I was doing 45 to 50 hours, 48. And they're saying it's not enough. I'm not seeing my children at this point. I'm seeing them two days. Of, well, my child, because I, I only had one at this time. Mm -hmm. I'm seeing her two days when I'm um, not at work. I'm working until all... I know she's going to be asleep by the time I get home. I only see her when I take her to nursery in the mornings. And it just, it sucked. And now the new job that I have, I mean, I, I really took, I, I slashed that, that pay pretty much in half of this job. Mm. But I'm there now. I, I got Monday to Thursday I work. Friday, Saturday, Sunday I'm there. I take her to nursery. I rush home. 
the way my clothes are drenched in sweat when I'm <laughs> coming back home because I'll power walk and people must be seeing me on the run. Like, oh, this guy not walking <laughs> this so guy fast. Like, what's he practicing for? A marathon? Like, what's this? <laughs> I get home drenched, take my, my shoes off, take my, my wet t-shirt off just so I can read a bedtime story, just so I can be there at night, you know, yeah. and, and put her down to bed. Both of them now, I can see them. And that's all I care about. Like, obviously, I would love to have more money just so I can give them more things. But like we were saying before at the beginning, it's not about the things, it's about spending the time. Mm. My kids probably go on a podcast when they're old, they'll be like, yeah, my dad, he would come home sweaty as, as yeah, hell. funny smell. <laughs> yeah, that funny smell. <laughs> but he'd be there, he'd read, he'd read us the stories, you know, he'd give us mm. a kiss before and that's what they're going to remember. They're not going to remember that. Oh, um, but you know his money, his his money was low. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. So yeah, man, yeah. I think just do your best. Just do your, just do the most you can for your kids. Um, if you're able to spend more time with them and work less, do that. Especially while they're young, because they're only going to be young once. Mm. And build that foundation of 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 making them into upstanding human being. Teach them everything you know, like you were saying. You know. Teach them how to ride a bike, let go, show them don't trust nobody in this world. <laughs> like you were saying, I feel like just just try your best, really. Yeah. Like that's all I can say, man. Mm, I think you know when you're trying. Deep mm. down, you can lie to yourself. And you, you know can lie when to you've tried. Keep, you, but yeah, the reality is, you know. You know. You if know. You've yeah, yeah, yeah. Exam or you've winged the exam. Yeah, one hundred percent. No matter what anyone tells you, you know if you've put the effort in for something. And mm. where you fall short, you fall short. We are human beings, we're not perfect. Mm. But you know if you've given the effort in the first place. Mm. Yeah. Well, that was a good one. Um, actually, do you want more children? Oh, well, I I don't mind. I would love to have more kids if I could afford to. Yeah. <laughs> but this, them, this, them. This, 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 you know, these times... Economy. Yeah, it's economy. No, genuinely, bro. we walked into a... I think it was a mama's and papa's... <laughs> We were walking around and looking at the prices of things. Listen, like well, it's incredible. If you catch me the out price. stealing prams, mind yeah. you. <laughs> you know, what? I will mind my business. I will. I'll get to you. Don't worry. <laughs> I feel like as well, though. With that, I feel like people just need to not be so extra. I know it's your first child. I know you're excited about yeah. it. I know you want to have that sick one one grand pram <laughs> and the, that, that, all the gadgets, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, all the, the cup holders. You know what I mean? And the and, and it, the the, the cup that rocks side to side. Everything. Hand warmers as well. Like, yeah, the, the mittens. The mittens. I'm telling you, you will not like, use use half of this stuff. You will not use it. We bought we bought a buggy for for um for Irie. We bought it off Amazon. Yeah, I'm telling you, it costs like one one hundred and eighty pound, mm. and you get. The, the car seat you get the 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 big one where it's like um mm-hmm. when they're young yeah um it's like the Moses boss yeah, kind yeah, of one yeah, like okay. and then you get the you take that off and then you can sit them in it until they're like two yeah. bro we use that for Irie it looks dege dege now yeah <laughs> I'm telling you when you see it you'll be like yeah these lot just found this on the street but <laughs> for two bills it lasted us two kids yeah three years Bro, I mean, it's a good investment. Put down the link. Put down the link. Put down the link for all the everyone that's struggling with Amazon. Amazon podcast will currently pay us. They will not get trouble from me. (laughs) Even the toys thing, kids Mm. don't play with toys. Mm. I I swear, I get something and I I give them the box and they go to town on that box. Mm. (laughs) They ride it till the wheels fall off. Yeah, no, Yarmin got my siblings a a keychain. 
They, 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 they have a whole playroom filled with toys. They're on the keychain. They're on the keychain. That's it. Sometimes <laughs> it's the person who gives it. That's oh, why. Oh, <laughs> sorry. That's <laughs> wow. Uh, oh, I never. Do we have any like a question for the week kind of thing? I hadn't actually. Given no, this not thought. this week. Has anyone got a question? Based on this podcast, or just how we're feeling at the moment, to just throw into the air, throw into the room, and we answer it, and then just uh, mm. I don't know. Is there an, like is there an experience that you want to have with your father or your children? This is either one, everyone, everyone, yeah. Ooh. Is there like one experience you want to have with either your father or your kids? I definitely want to take my kids to Disneyland. Bye. Mm. I've like, never been. I, I went when I was like really young. Uh, to the one in Florida, but I don't remember it. I, I got a picture, of it, and that's the only reason why I know I've been there. But I want to <laughs> wait till the evidence. <laughs> I want to go and I want to see Mickey Mouse, bro. Yeah. <laughs> myself, I want to see Goofy. That's my guy. Like. Oh, that's but good. I want to take Actually, my kids too. Shout out a Goofy movie about fathers and sons. Oh yeah, bro, Actually, no, that shout out that film. Amazing shout film. That film. Taught me yeah. about fathers before yeah. I knew yeah. what it was. Yeah. Actually, that's relevant. Actually, yeah, that's that's relevant. True, you know, I bro. forgot about that. You know what? I'll link that to watch that. Big up Disney for Big that one. Yeah, I'll link yeah, that yeah. Yeah. <laughs> wow, That's a good question. I think, mm. I don't know why. I really, really, I, like, I kind of like going on road trips. I really want to go on a road trip with just me. Well, I don't have any kids. But Emma and my children. Like, my missus, she can stay at home. She, I don't know. <laughs> or go on holiday or whatever it is. But I just a road trip. Where just me. Because I want to have a daughter in it. Me and my daughter. Just, I don't know. <laughs> Going somewhere and it's just us, just us. I'm like just us against the world kind of thing. I don't know why. I, just, I really <laughs> want to experience something like that. What are you gonna call her, Cece? I am. Chichelia. Yeah. Mm. And if it's a boy, you're just gonna have like five or ten minutes of like. And then you get to work. <laughs> Young man, maybe 16, 17 years. <laughs> 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 you know what? Now looking in. I'm so glad I had girls, bro. It just, it looked like hard work. My sister's got two boys and these men don't stop, man. They don't stop. So you have to I'm keep just them like, stimulated, you know? You to... But uh, now they get to that age where like everything's like switch is cool and uh, yeah. phone is cool mm, now. Yeah. So they're either doing one of the two, but they need to look up and, you know, look at the sky one, every yeah. once in a while. And that's funny. That's coming from me. Like I'm someone that don't do it myself. Yeah. I know you need to do it. Yeah, just like I need to do it. To do it. <laughs> What about you two? Uh, me. I don't know. Like, I think, I think for, okay, so me, my children, I think me showing them the things that I did when I was young. Like, what do you mean showing? As in, like, okay, so every year, me and my family used to go camping in Cornwall mm-hmm. for like three, four weeks. Like, I'd spend mm. my time in no shoes. Like, we'd walk down to the beach <laughs> every day and just like, be in nature, like mm-hmm. things like that. And just like showing them the world. And you know, what? also watching like the old films that I used to watch and like seeing their reaction. It's like a little reaction video. Yeah. Like yeah. I've become very accustomed to that now, like wanting to see people's reaction to things that I love. Like I want to see their reaction to things. Like it, when Mufasa dies, like what's my, what's my kid going to react? Like, I don't know. But um, yeah, and being able to sing the songs with them as well. Mm. Like I love the, the old, the old Disney songs yeah. and stuff. Mm-hmm. And um. Yeah, do that kind of thing with them. And also, my kids to be friends with my friend's kids. I can't lie. I'd love that. A, my friend had a, a daughter recently, and mm-hmm. um, we went over to his house. 
And that was cute to see. She's she really young still. So my <laughs> my daughter was like my youngest daughter. Her name's Aiko. So I got one called Irie, one called Aiko. Oh, Should nice. have said this a bit earlier. <laughs> um, but um, Aiko, she's like at the age now where she started walking 10 months. So she's oh. active. She sits mm. up. She touches things. She mm. understands you as well. But mm. she just can't communicate. Mm. She communicates in her own way. Yeah, and course. I feel like that's good for them to see that. So they know. Kind of like, oh, like this is a preview for next episode. Like mm. you get to see what's going to happen next. So. Yeah, yeah. Sick. What about you, Yaman? Uh, what was it again? What was the like? What's a what's a what's an experience, experience that you want to have with either your father or your future children? I think. Uh, I think yeah. I think with my. Fa- I think maybe I don't know how things work here, but maybe getting close to my father through my kids as well, like having them too. I'm, I'm trying to tackle both of those <laughs> categories. Actually, might as well tackle both those categories. <laughs> I think kill two birds with one stone with, you know, maybe it's not going to happen with me. Maybe I do need to have my kids to be invited to the conversation. And then it's like seeing my dad smile is just, that's like opening that kind of conversation, emotional conversation that we're going to have. Um, and I'm looking, it's not that that's something that I want. It's something I'm looking forward to. Mm. I'm looking, I'm actually, that's my optimism. I'm looking forward to having a great relationship with my dad for as long as he's alive and after and and likewise with my children and maybe because and who knows maybe there's a domino effect they see my kids will probably only see me having a good time with my dad they won't even know about this Mm. and the only thing my kids will know is yeah granddad was great with dad Mm. you know what i mean and you know what i probably even don't wouldn't even need to tell them about Mm. the stuff before that i want them to see the positives I can share them, share them the negatives for lessons and everything else, sure. But if it's not necessary, I think all they need to know is we're good. Like, we're good and, and in turn, you're good too. Yeah. You know I think you're going to be a good dad, bro. I think oh, you got this. Thank you, man. <laughs> Appreciate it. You better be, man. I'll make sure of it. <laughs> <laughs> I think, you know, to answer the, the half, other half of the question, I think I like to spend a day with my dad, you know. The whole day, I must not doing much. Maybe just, I don't know, going around, driving. Whatever, but us politicking all day. Mm. It's the day of actually just talking. And then at the end, he cuts your hair. You did a nice trim. Yeah. Sort me out. Sort me out, fella. So, this is why you came, Malik. <laughs> <laughs> this is why you came. And this is what I actually wanted. <laughs> um, I think, I think that's it, man. Mm. Thank you for coming, Jaden. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank thank you, you very much. You guys have been actually. It felt like a great conversation. Mm. Mm. I've seen the edit. It felt like yeah. there was. It felt like. It felt like there's more to be said, though. Yeah. I feel that, like that, that's the thing. Like that what happens often. Yeah, yeah, oh, okay, yeah, okay. Yeah, so it's yeah. not just me. Yeah. Never no, no, like no. You'll yeah. come back. You'll come okay, back. You're okay. fine. You'll come back. <laughs> if you have me, I'll be here, man. No, definitely. Z, do you wanna take us out? No, again, like I think I say this every week, but like thank you for everyone who who sends in. thank you to everyone who who sends in submissions of letters and stuff and is so open and and honest in these letters and courageous even in writing them like Mm. even if you don't even if you don't you know share it with the person you're addressing it to even just writing it is a form of therapy acknowledging it is a very big step yeah and that's the first step really acknowledgement with most things so Mm. um yeah thank you for that so I just want to interrupt the outro. Um, shout out to this podcast as well. You guys are doing a great thing. Um, yeah, like you said, this is, some people might not even have their letters read out here, but 
you're doing something indirectly to them, which is allowing them to the classical thing of if you go, if you want to send an angry email, write it all down and then delete it. You know, mm. don't send it. It's like that. You're mm. giving them a chance to actually do something that they never even thought of, maybe. So this podcast is a great opportunity for people to even not just hear their own that has been read. They get to write their own ones and also resonate with the people that have been submitted and have been read out on this podcast. Mm. And we're just we're just you know lived experiences of whatever and we're just sharing our two pence but it's like this is great this is a really good thing you guys are doing so thank you thank you thank you very much for yeah, thank you I'm going to put it in the outro because I don't want to <laughs> 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 um, yeah fashion and vibes we're signing out love let's get out of here we're already late bro